Welcome to the podcast, Two Teas in a Pod. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Two Teas in a Pod. Welcome back to the podcast. Hiya. <laughs> We're back with another one of our FCE first certificate specials. Yes. So um, the last one we did was an overview of the first certificate mm-hmm. exam. And this one we're going to be specifying on speaking. Yeah. We're going to look in detail at each part of the speaking exam mm-hmm. um, and give you some hints and tips, things to help you um, perform to your best. Exactly. Get, just encourage you as well. Yeah. A bit of like, we imagine us as your che- first certificate cheerleaders. Cheerleaders. We're going, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of a cheer chant. Uh, Five, six, seven, eight. Who do you appreciate? appreciate? Two D's in a pod. <laughs> um, we're going to start with some do's and don'ts. So general do's and don'ts for the speaking exam. Let's start with some do's. Let's stay positive. Right. You got a do, do for me? I've got some do's. The first do we've got on the list of do's is arrive early to the speaking exam. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very p- good piece of advice. Exactly. Give yourself a chance to... Get, get used there, to the surroundings. Not turning up panicking. Yeah. You can sit down and kind of reflect on your speaking exam. Yeah. And advance. meet up with your partner. If you're doing it with a partner who's um, a friend of yours or a, a classmate from one of your classes, get them to arrive early as well. Mm-hmm. Though some people don't have a partner, in which case... Maybe you should be speaking in English that morning or whenever your exam mm-hmm. is, uh, or be thinking in English or just kind of just engage your, you know, flick the switch in your brain that goes from your native language to your Eng- to English. Yeah. Especially so looking around thinking consciously in English. Listen to an episode of the podcast, maybe. Listen to this on the way to the speaking exam. Yeah, there you go. That's such a good idea. Get yourself into English mode. And especially yeah, if, if you're doing it with your partner and you can meet up with your partner before, just start speaking in English right from the start um, of that yeah, day. exactly. Because then you've warmed up a bit, you know. I'd speak in English be... in class anyway, for yeah. goodness sake. You don't want to be warming up when you're already in the exam. Yeah. You see what I mean? Just start speaking in English more in lessons. Mm-hmm. please students of mine yeah so that's arrive early practice mm-hmm. with your partner meet up on the day and speak mm-hmm. english those yeah. three do's so another thing in the actual exam itself you can use something called a compensation strategy which is if you've forgotten a word or you don't know how to say something you can say like for example if you've forgotten the word football pitch you could say, you know, the place where you play football. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid of forgetting a particular word. Just work your way around it. Yeah. Don't freeze don't and freeze. say the word in your own language. Yeah. Um, so have these little phrases, um, which also show that you know other grammar, like, for example, relative clauses, the place where you play football, mm-hmm. the thing that you use to, I don't know. Butter. Some bread. Some, some bread if you can't remember the word for knife yeah um and you can play as a teacher if any teacher's listening you can play some fun games in class to practice these mm-hmm. stuff where they have to like games where they have to define the word on a card for example which helps them to practice love, this. they love that as well paraphrasing language and um compensation strategies yeah exactly you can also use repair strategies um stuff like 
expressions like what I'm trying to say is mm -hmm. so say you're trying to express yourself but you get a bit lost you get a bit lost in the forest <laughs> um, you can stop and say well what I'm trying to say is or what I mean is and mm -hmm. sort of restart so you can repair what you're trying to say exactly um, and and knowing these little phrases gives you a chance gives you some time to to rethink your ideas yeah so while you're saying what I mean to say is you're thinking oh, what do I mean to say and you're getting your thoughts in order. Yeah. And the, the, you're surprised how quickly your brain can catch up. Yeah. All right. Another one is disagree with your partner. Do yeah. disagree with your partner. Politely, of course. You don't want to be horrible about it. Mm -hmm. But it's a bit more interesting. Yeah. For the examiner, I would yeah. suppose. So we're going to go into detail about parts three and four later. Um, but those are the two parts where you're interacting with your partner. And there's yeah. always more to say if yeah. you disagree. If you agree, oh, agree with everything they say, then you're just going to go, what do you think about this? I agree. Yeah, yeah you're right. Like, mm, okay. How much no, of English going. have you really shown there? Exactly. If you go, well, I'm not really sure I agree with you there. Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, really? Why not? Well, I think that X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. I take your point, but... Mm. Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. However... Yeah. Well, there you go. Exactly. There's lots of different ways to disagree. Disagree. Politely. Don't be like, what are you going about? What? Shut what? up. That's Shut crap. Up, idiot. <laughs> why don't am i that. even here with you exactly. so um that's your on. first don't that's your first don't don't do that another don't what would that be tim to don't rehearse answers yeah don't like learn a script um because it will probably be quite obvious that you've learned it and how are you supposed to know what questions exactly. they're going to ask you so for example let me give you a good example tim i'll ask you a question you give an example of what we mean tim uh what was your favorite holiday destination as a child? Um, well, my favorite holiday destination as a child was uh, the Greek islands because we ate great food there, really good lamb, <laughs> kebabs. That's a that's a perfect answer. Yeah. You meant to give a bad answer. Was I supposed to? I didn't know what <laughs> well, you were was, doing. <laughs> listeners, that was a perfect, perfect example of how to answer part one. Anyway, we'll go into that later. Just don't have it rehearsed. Make it a little bit more natural and yeah. flowing. Mm -hmm. That's what they're looking for. The next one is don't dominate the conversation. Yeah. This um, particular for parts three and four, which we'll go into later again. Mm -hmm. Give your partner an opportunity to speak. Yeah. Involve them in the conversation. They, the examiners are looking for how well you interact. One of the things exactly. they mark you on is interactive communication. They give you a score for that. And if you're not responding to the other person, if you're dominating the whole conversation, you're going to get a low score for that. On the other hand, if you are the person who... Uh, the, the other person in that situation, when you have a partner who's talking too much, then try to politely interrupt mm -hmm. and the examiner will notice that and give you points for that. Yeah. So don't be too worried if someone's dominating, but don't sit in silence either. Yeah. Do try and get involved. Okay, the next one is, uh, don't let your pa partner suffer in silence. So if you see that your partner's struggling or you know maybe really nervous and uh, is not really getting involved with the conversation, then ask them a question. Yeah. Um, maybe help them out, ask them something personal or something easy that's going to help yeah. trigger their conversation as well. You could use the phrase like, oh, I think what you're trying to say is this yeah, and exactly. kind of help them to repair. Yeah, um, also a good one. Exactly, help lead them out of the forest exactly. that they're lost or in. Or being like, well, what do, you, what do you think about this one? You know, what's, what's mm -hmm. your personal experience with this particular area? Yeah. Something like that. 
What's about? What's the next one, Tim? The next one is don't uh, give one word answers. Okay, okay. I'm going to do another example, Tim. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tim, tell me about your neighborhood. It's nice. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, Instead, let's try again. How should we do it? Tell me about the neighborhood where you live. Well, my neighborhood is quite close to the city center, so it's mm-hmm. well connected. It's got good transport connections. There are lots of good shops um, within okay, easy working enough. distance. <laughs> <laughs> It could go on for hours. So they want you to give complete answers, yeah. especially in part one, we're going to talk about in a moment. Complete answers, not huge, great, long, minute long answers, but just complete answers, giving some reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're talking about why you like, talking about your neighborhood and you like it, explain why you like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you're talking about a free time activity that you do, mm-hmm. why do you do it? Yeah. They're, they're, okay. they're, these are all reasons. answers. They're not meant to be questions that are difficult for you to answer. They're meant to be questions that are about you it's an opportunity for you to talk about yourself so don't you know there's no right or wrong answer there yeah. just just go for it and if you and if you don't have a very interesting life make it up yeah. <laughs> invent no, it you know yeah. they're not going to check up on these things afterwards exactly so you can say for example what you like doing in your free time i'm a massive fan of scuba diving and bungee <laughs> jumping because i'm a big thrill seeker <laughs> oh there you go yeah. someone's pre-learned that vocabulary exactly. Um, All right, so so. that's the general do's and don'ts for the speaking exam. Now we're going to look at each part in a bit more detail. Yeah, starting with... Part one. So, part one. What do we have to do in part one, Katie? Okay, part one is when the examiner is asking you personally a question and it will be something related to a general topic. So topics they might ask you about are travel, work, your studies and education, your family free time activities or leisure activities, sport, your future, maybe your past experiences, a lots lots of things there. Mm-hmm. Maybe culture in your country culture, and things. Yeah. yeah. So they will ask you something, for example, what is your favorite national holiday? Possibly. For example. They might ask you that. Yeah. And then you would then give an extended answer. Mm-hmm. Not like we said before in the intro, not a one word answer. We give an extended answer. To, to that question. Yeah, a complete answer. A complete answer, mm-hmm. indeed. Always give reasons, so... Yeah, and personalise. Yeah, definitely. If you're struggling, talk about your own personal experience. So they're like interview questions, basically, yeah, and individual an answers. Question. And it's maybe two or three per, per candidate. It's quite a yeah. short a short section, okay? Yeah. The big thing is, give reasons. Because is your friend in mm-hmm. this, okay? What do you like to do in your free time? I like to go out for dinner because I really enjoy eating out and not doing the washing up afterwards. Exactly. Perfect. Complete Perfect. answer. Perfect. Not First hugely long. Answer. Not hugely long. Not really short. Great. Complete <laughs> <Yeah>. answer. <laughs> okay. Because, exactly. because, because, because. Why? Because, 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 because. Because, because you want to pass the first certificate. Okay. I was going to do the original, but that's much oh, better. Oh, okay. That's much better. Good, good. Um, so yeah, other other tips. Those topics that Katie's just listed, make sure you've got nice little bits of language related to all of those things. Mm-hmm. Language related to sport, language related to free time, mm-hmm. the likes and dislikes, mm-hmm. um, language related Keen to family. Into... So uh, if you're struggling to think of an answer and you need to give yourself some time, you could use one of these expressions. Hmm, well, okay. And it just gives you a second or so 
to for your brain to catch up. Yeah, to compose your thoughts. Exactly. Do not say... Bueno. An anonymous source has explicitly <laughs> told us to not say, hmm, that's a good question. Apparently they hate that, so don't yeah. do it. <laughs> so there you go. So, part one's pretty simple. It doesn't last very long. Let's move mm. on to part two that can be a lot more challenging. Mm-hmm. So, part two. Part two is the picture description part. So you get given uh, two photographs with a question at the top. Um, uh, you have to, if you're a candidate A, you go first. You have to speak about your photos for a minute, uh, comparing and contrasting them. When that minute's over, candidate B, the other guy or girl, <laughs> um, has to then answer a short question about those same two photos. Okay, and then... It's reversed, so candidate B gets two photos and candidate A has to answer a short question afterwards. Um, so what's the key to this part, Katie? The key to this part is um, look for really obvious differences in the, in mm-hmm. the photos. See if you can try and find a theme of the differences there. Yeah. And talk about them. Yeah. You know. So your structuring of your minute should be... Yeah. Biggest differences first, maybe. Biggest or most differences. And then if you run out of time, you could talk about small things that aren't that important. Yeah. You know, big differences first. Big differences, then biggest similarities. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Differences and similarities. Yeah. Nice. And then personalize and it. And then personalize it. If, if you find you've still got loads of time left and the, the examiner hasn't stopped you yet, just talk about what yeah. your personal preference. Mm-hmm. You know, can you imagine yourself in these situations? Yeah. So the examples you get, maybe it's two people doing sports, okay? Um, Two photos of different people doing different sports. Um, So you could talk about the biggest differences that you see. Maybe one of them is a solo sport compared to a team sport. Biggest similarities. Um, I don't know, maybe they're both ball sports, for example. (laughs) Yep. Um, And then talking about... Maybe they're both sweaty. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, And then talk about your personal preference. So personalize it in some way. A big thing, um, having spoken to some examiners, is that it's a long day for them. They want to hear some interesting things. Yeah. Personalize it. They don't want to hear the same answers over and over again. In this photo, I see a man playing a football. In that photo, I see a woman playing hockey. Whereas... They're just bored. That's boring. Something more interesting would be, ah, in this photo, I see someone playing football. I I love playing football, so... It's my favorite sport. This one stands out to me a bit more. Um, there you go. That lovely answer, Tim. Exactly. Um, talking about some language that you're going to need for this part, you're going to mm-hmm. need to, to um, not just um, describe what's happening in the photo. At this level, you're expected to um, speculate a bit more. So use language of speculation. Stuff like, uh, he could be, she might be, mm-hmm. okay? They must be feeling, mm-hmm. I don't know, ecstatic. So lots of these modal verbs. Yeah, could, might, may. If you can try and put in a modal verb in the past. So mm. he might have just gotten out of the shower because exactly. his hair is wet, Yeah, for example. Look for some evidence in the picture. Exactly. Evidence. Might have. Good idea. Could have. Might have just. Could have just. Stuff like this. Yeah. Okay. That's what they're looking out for. Um, other language of speculation, stuff like it looks as if he's, it looks as if she's, so it looks as if he's feeling happy. Mm-hmm. It looks as if she's feeling a little depressed, maybe. Um, <laughs> a little possibly. depressed. Possibly. Or seems or seem to, to be. be. Seems to be is a good one. Yeah. 
You also need some expressions from changing from for changing from one picture to the other. Yeah. What language could they use to do that? So, for example, um, in this picture, the man seems to be happy, whereas in this other picture, the woman seems to be a little bit depressed. Yeah. So, whereas you can also mm -hmm. use while. On the other hand. Yeah. In Things contrast. Like in contrast. Okay. So these However, are phrases to switch between the pictures. Yeah. Um, it gives you a better score for discourse management, like you're organizing exactly. what you're saying. Also like comparisons, like this yeah. one seems a bit more mm. Mm, place adjective yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly more exciting. Yeah. So advanced um, comparatives, like slightly more. Slightly more, a, bit, a bit more, more, loads more if you want. Not quite as Ooh, that's nice exciting one. as stuff like this not quite as exciting as lovely yeah. so all the stuff you study when you're doing the grammar of comparisons let let loose use it all <laughs> get it in there okay so that's our this part two. one little thing for part two very important listen to your partner when they are doing their um picture description um because then when you get asked a question about their pictures you don't want to be saying the same thing yeah they've said that's really obvious, okay you though. don't want to be just sat there Thinking about your part. Focus on what they're saying. Yeah. Don't worry about your part. Yeah. Your part's coming. You're not going to see your photos yet. You're anyway. not going to see so, your yeah. photos. Don't worry about it. Okay. So that's part two. Part two. Um, we've also spoken to a few FCE, first certificate experts, teachers, and uh, various other people about their tips and hints. We have indeed. And we're going to roll that tape for you right now. Hello, uh, welcome to a beautiful square in the neighborhood of Gracia in Barcelona. I'm here speaking to Julia. Hello, Julia. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Fine. Good. Thanks. And you? I'm very well. Thank you very much. Um, we're here because Julia has recently done the first certificate exam. When did you do it? I made it uh, last June. Mm -hmm. And well, it was a kind of nice experience <laughs> yeah for saying like that like um, this you're probably glad to have it finished yeah, yeah for now sure you, now you have it under your belt as they say so oh there's a there's a garbage truck going past please excuse excuse the ambient noises <laughs> so uh julia can you tell me a bit about why you wanted to do the first certificate uh i wanted to do the first certificate because as I told you, um, I was studying English for a lot of years and when I started bachillerate I was like very stressed and I didn't have time for anything. <coughs> so I stopped doing classes and, and learning English. And when I started my, um, my degree, it was the perfect opportunity to, to do the first certificate because now here in Catalonia um, they... Um, ask for the first certificate when you end your your degree. Mm -hmm. So it was like, now it's my opportunity to have it. <laughs> exactly. And um, it's a perfect, perfect excuse because you, you were with, actually, your teacher was Susie, who yeah. was in our previous episode, if you remember, if you were listening to the previous episode, she was the teacher that we talked to. What was it like having Susie as a teacher? Wonderful, man, fantastic, and all of the... Perfect words for her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, tell me about the actual studying. How did you study for the exam? Well, um, with Susie, we made a, like a following course for getting the first certificate. Mm -hmm. 
and we were doing classes like I think that was Tuesday and Thursdays and well we made our preparations with photocopies we were following a book and we chat a lot and do a lot of listening practice okay and it was quite a small class wasn't it yeah yeah sure we were just four students um, and Susie and it was like very um, very useful because you get a lot of confidence with the teacher and she was really helping us she was focusing also for example uh, I was very coach potato as I said with grammar <laughs> and Susie helped me really a lot with grammar parts and we were practicing and focusing on all the things that we don't have it and like perfect like your weaknesses yeah okay and what about in terms of studying the grammar and the vocabulary, how did you, uh, how did you do that? Well, um, in every class, Susie um, on the board just um, write uh, a lot of vocabulary that we were doing in class or words that they appeared in class. Mm -hmm. So I had a little, bit, uh, a little notebook and I um, noted all the vocabulary in there. And then at home, um, I, I um, looked it every day and revise yeah and revise and do some of the exercise that she gave me so yeah was like doing a little bit every day it helps you um, on the day of the exam that be really prepared yeah, and it's not like you're looking the night before going, yeah. I remember all of no, this. No, I didn't recommend to do this. Okay, so doing little by little. Yeah. Yeah, that's very good advice. And what about the weeks before the exam? What were you What were you doing to prepare? Uh, we, uh, as I told you, we ended the like the regular course mm -hmm. on June, so we had the exam on July. And when we finished, um, Susie recommended us to do uh, an intensive course that they were like three weeks, doing a little bit, as I as I told you, every day. And in this intensive, it was like really really cool because we had a lot of time to practice all the listening and the speaking and focusing a little bit on the parts of the grammar that we they were not really really good okay and then you get to focus on each individual skill which is really good what about on the day of the exam itself <laughs> the day of the exam i was like Phew full of nerves and stress and I just wanted to dive myself really <laughs> but well it's like an impasse that you have to do and mm -hmm. when you finish you feel really proud of yourself yep. you say I've made the first certificate I don't know if I have passed or not but I've made it so yeah it's yeah. nice and then you can kind of feel a little bit of relief it's, yeah. out, of control. it's out of your control now you've yeah. done it and that's, you don't have to worry anymore so what about on the actual, like you said, um, about during the exam itself, they took your phone away from you. So what did you do in the yeah. break time? Yeah, when you entered on the school, uh, it was like a GN box. Ah, well, and your table, mm -hmm. they were your name and a, um, a bag. Mm -hmm. And, they, and they, you had to put your name and your phone on that bag and then let it in a box. Mm -hmm. So yeah, on the breaks, they are so so long because you don't have your phone you are <laughs> yeah you're full of nerves and they just get, land you there in the yard and say okay now you just have your free time relax and think of your things and yourself and 
enjoy and it's like okay i can enjoy it in these conditions yeah. you know walking but, around but, going, yeah. feeling nervous of course but what advice would you have for students on the day of exam to maybe if they're feeling nervous if you can imagine maybe a student's listening this listening to this on the way to the exam what advice last minute advice can you give them last minute um, my last minute advice is just relax try to relax <laughs> and just do the best as you can you would practice a lot of things and the examinators are so so nice they are yeah they are really um like mm, but friendly yeah like friendly and helpful. they yeah they, they are helpful and they they just say to you um don't be nervous just do the best as you can so yeah they are not the kind of examinators oh hi my name is blah 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 <laughs> no no they are fine they're they're nice and yeah open. and it's they're easy not, to they're not cold yeah and it's easy to maintain like a conversation with them Right, well, thank you very much uh, for speaking to us, Junior. And we'll see you in the next one. <laughs> okay, part three. So part three, you'll be given a kind of a spider diagram with a question in the middle and then five different uh, points to discuss around it. And they'll all be linked by the, the question in the middle by some theme. For example... I can't think of any examples. One of them I've seen quite a lot is which of these things would attract more visitors to a town oh, perfect. to build? And it's so like, like museum, a museum, park. Um, holiday apartments, a nightclub, um, okay, yeah, lovely. a new, new park. So then, so then the idea is that you get given a little bit of time with your partner to just sit and look at the, um, at the different things and think about what to say. And then and then you'll have to start talking and you'll you'll be talking with your partner. So be mm -hmm. negotiating with your partner, talk about which ones you agree and disagree with or, or negotiating the best the best answer there. So you have two minutes, two minutes. to discuss them all. Well Well as many of them I as don't you can. it's not obligatory to discuss them all. Mm -hmm. So don't feel like you have to discuss them all and then have nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Then the examiner will stop you. The examiner will stop you. So just keep talking until they stop you. Don't worry about two minutes. Mm -hmm. Just keep talking. And then and you'll then be given a minute to discuss which one is the most effective or the most the simplest or mm -hmm. whatever. You'll be asked one question and you'll have to come to, well, you'll have to discuss which one would be the most whatever. Yeah, work towards some sort of conclusion or yeah, agreement. Exactly. You don't necessarily have to agree. It's okay to disagree. Yeah. But you've got mm -hmm. a minute to do that. Yeah. So the whole that whole part is three minutes long. Two minutes to discuss all of them, mm -hmm. and then one minute to discuss which one is the most beneficial, or whatever the yeah. question is. Some he'll he he or she will set some sort of exactly special agreement task or conclusion task. Exactly. So what does this involve? What do we? What language skills do we need here, Tim? Mm -hmm. Well, they're doing a lot of. They're going to be assessing you a lot on your interactive communication. Mm -hmm. Um. So the what way is you interactive respond. Communication? The way you respond to um, another person mm -hmm. when you're when you're speaking. So how well you listen to what they're saying, um, respond to what they've said. So whether you agree with them, whether you disagree with them, mm -hmm. how you express that. Um, so you're going to need to look at language, first of all, for expressing your own opinion. So nice little phrases such as. 
I believe that. Mm-hmm. Good. Or in my opinion. Or personally, I feel that. Yeah. Or as I see it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So lots of nice little phrases to introduce your opinion. And yeah. then if you agree with your partner's opinion, you could say... I couldn't agree more. Or you could say, I'm with you on this. Mm, I like that yeah. one a lot. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, overuse the same expression. Like there's there's some expressions that are just kind of used a bit too much. Yeah. Uh, for example, I see eye to eye with you when actually no one says I see eye to eye with you. It's not the most natural. No. So I'm with you there or mm-hmm. yep, that's how I see it too. Or just stuff like absolutely, yeah, totally. Absolutely, yeah, completely. Yeah. Completely agree. 100%. 100%, 100%. Yeah, very natural. I wonder, I wonder how they feel about it. 100%. 100%. 100%. Well, um, also, you might want to disagree. Like we said, we recommend that you disagree. Yeah, why not? To give yourself... As it, as it makes it a bit spicier. Yeah, and gives you more things to say. Mm. So I could say, for example, well, as I see it, the best one is obviously the nightclub. We should build the nightclub to attract more people. And I might say, mm, I'm not sure I agree with you there. Uh, I think that the museum would definitely be the best option. Well, I take your point, but um, museums are boring. You're just going to get old people coming. Mm, okay, well, if that's how you see it, maybe we should move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Another very important thing, as Katie's just mentioned, is to... Uh, be moving the conversation on don't get stuck talking about one topic Mm. um you're being marked on your ability to change the topic of the conversation move it on you've got also a skill they're looking for yeah and you've got a task that you have to complete you have to talk about um several of the topics you don't have to talk about all of them Mm -hmm. but you have to be seen to be moving the topic on and trying to cover um three four of the, the areas yeah, exactly. One thing that I would, ple- uh, this for me is a pet hate, and I don't know how examiners feel about it, but when students go, I think this about music- nightclubs, and then the other person goes, yes, totally agree. And now the next one is, like, yeah. that really annoys me. Really need but to so listen yeah, and respond really to what respond. they're saying. It's kind of relating to, back, to what we said before. But mm-hmm. Don't be a robot. Don't, don't just robot. learn these fixed phrases and then say them even though you don't mean them. Do you know what else kind of annoys me? I hate it when they start with, shall I start? I personally don't like that. You don't like that one? I'm not an examiner though, so I have no idea. But I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. I always tell them to go, hmm, well, where should we start? Or just change it up a little bit. Yeah. Don't get stuck in fixed patterns. Don't learn or rehearse a way that you're going to approach it. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Um, Just a couple of very quick ones. Look at your partner. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to be listening to them. Turn your turn chair, your chair. And look at them. Look Don't at them. look at the paper too much. Do a bit of active listening. Yep. Just be nodding along. Looking and nodding. Mm-hmm. Remember to interrupt mm-hmm. if they're talking too much. Yeah. How how can they interrupt? They could say, "Oh, if I could just cut in there." Yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on, hang on a second. I just wanted to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Polite, polite be interrupting. Polite. Exactly. And help each other out. Dig each other out of the hole. If your partner gets stuck, you know, take over. Exactly. Take control. Yeah. Help them out. I think what you mean to say is all those exactly. repair strategies we were talking about before. Okay. Uh, yeah. So don't worry. Too, they're interested in the quality of your language and how you interact with each other. So just bear that in mind. Yeah. Don't feel like if you say something really stupid, don't worry about it. They're <laughs> more worried about 
They're not really worried about the opinion that you express. It's more yeah. about the way you express the opinion. They might raise their eyebrow, but mm-hmm. they're not going to worry too much about it. Yeah. Exactly. So there you go. That's part three part out of the way. One part left. It's part four. No way. Part four, the last part. You're into the home straight. You have nearly finished your exam. Oh my gosh. So exciting. Yeah. You've got very nervous about don't, this for a very long time. Don't give up now. You're probably yeah. on a roll. Exactly. Keep going. So part four is four minutes long. It lasts four minutes long. Whatever the topic you discussed in part three was, that will be the same topic you'll discuss for part four. Um, but you'll go into greater depth. So maybe in part three, like we said, you were talking about tourism, building specific things in a town to encourage more um, tourists to come. You might get then a series of questions in part four around a similar topic. For example, a question could be... Um, Something like, is tourism always good for a city, Mm -hmm. for example? So it's a bit of a deeper, more thoughtful question. Um, Part four is an opportunity for you to really show what you're able to do because it's freer and it's not restricted by the mechanics of part two with the pictures, which is quite unnatural, Mm -hmm. and part three with the diagram on the mm-hmm. table and the specific timings so it's uh, a really real opportunity for you to show your conversational skills yeah, to get your teeth into it yeah or to really exactly go for it yeah and show all the vocabulary show what you know show all the language all the yeah. grammar and stuff that you've studied um, all those expressions get them in there <laughs> <laughs> exactly no. um so you again you're gonna need Similar language we were looking at before, language of expressing your opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, agreeing, disagreeing. Agreeing and disagreeing. Uh, responding to your partner. Yeah. Some language. Uh, it's a good website in general for first certificate, fceexamtips.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that website, there are lots of tips for each part. Um, so you look through it. We're look, just having a look at the speaking part four part. Mm-hmm. Um, some things that's very important is for giving reasons for all of your answers. Um, so some language for giving reasons. Um, you can say things like, um, another thing is, or mm. apart from that. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're talking about um, that's just adding ideas, tourism. Yeah. You could say, for example, well, tourism is generally beneficial for mm-hmm. our city mm-hmm. because it attracts more people who spend more money. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, people get to learn the culture of that place mm-hmm. and maybe they will go home and spread the culture and explain the culture to their um, to their families and friends back home. <laughs> then you can ask your partner for their opinion on that. Oh, what, what do you think? Yeah. Well, what's your take on this? What do you think about this topic? Oh, I like that. What's your take on this? That's mm-hmm. lovely. What is your take on this? Um, I, w- I would generally agree. I think that tourism on the whole, when it's done correctly, is extremely beneficial. However, I think that tourism can also be extremely harmful, not only to the, the uh, we could, we could, I, could, I could really, I'm beginning to talk about this with my own opinion. Yeah, oh, that's, that's another good. thing. That's what we want. If you don't have an opinion on something, yeah. then don't worry about it. Just take an opinion. Take an opinion. Yeah. State doesn't, they're not gonna check up on it later. Yeah. You know, just say, just if as long as you know it's it's a real a valid opinion. Yeah. It's not doesn't have to be your opinion. Yeah. Think about maybe your parents' opinion yeah. on this topic. I'm sure they've spoken. Someone you about know it. well. What would they think about this? 
And the other thing you might want to try and do is try to change your partner's opinion. Try and persuade Ooh, them. Persuade them. That's a good point. So you could say things like, but don't you think that... Oh, yeah, that's a really good one. I was just okay. going to say that. Oh. But have you considered... Hmm. You're partly right, but... <laughs> that's a nice You're partly one. right. I agree with you up to a point, but surely tourism overall oh, that's is nice beneficial. Surely. Lovely. Surely. Maybe but you we'll have just... to see that. Hmm. You idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Don't say that. Um, be polite. Be polite. Okay. So it might work that the examiner will ask one of you specifically say, Katie, what do you think about tourism? Is tourism always a good thing? And allow you to start, but invite the other candidate to then give their opinion. Exactly. On that Remember topic. that you're not speaking to the examiner. So maybe turn your chair, look mm -hmm. at your partner. Don't look at the examiner. Engage yeah. in conversation. And if you run out of things to say or if the examiner feels like you've covered that topic, they will ask another question. Yeah. So don't worry too much. Important in this part, the, the questions are not written down for you to read. Yeah. So you have to listen carefully yeah. to what the examiner says. And as you just said, if you run out of things, the, the examiner will have another question exactly. to, keep the, to exactly. keep the conversation going. Don't be afraid to personalize. Mm -hmm. It's always more interesting for the examiner yeah. as well. And they Definitely. like that. If you want some um, tips, some language on the fceexamtips.com, they have lists of phrases for specific functions. Mm -hmm. You can go on there and download them. Or on the blog, freeenglishlessonplans.com, there is an FCE Shameless speaking Shameless phrases. <laughs> <laughs> FCE speaking phrases sheet, um, which has several expressions for each um, part. Like we said, mix it up a bit. Choose ones that you think... Uh, fit your personality most and make sure that you've got two or three up your sleeve don't just always use the same one yeah okay all right well that's the end of our part four chat and the end of our uh, episode in general episode for the speaking fce exam. exactly mm -hmm. we really hope that you've you've taken something away from this that's going to help you in your speaking exam and just some general advice take a deep breath Mm -hmm. remain calm don't speak too fast yeah and keep breathing <laughs> <laughs> always good it'll advice. all be all right it's only 15 minutes of your life yeah. you can do this you work for this really hard mm -hmm. show Just, what you know exactly show what you've studied how is the examiner supposed to know if you've studied a whole textbook full of grammar exactly and... shove it in there yeah get, get it, it from all in your there. brain to your tongue and out of your mouth. Exactly. This is your chance. This is your chance. You can do this. You've got this. You've got this, man. You've got this. Well, We're the cheerleaders. <laughs> I'm waving my hey, pom-poms. Let's go. Hey, ho. Let's go. Pass the first certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I right. hope this was useful. Um, Let us know if it is. Let us yeah. know how it, what, what you found the most useful. Mm -hmm. um, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud. Yeah iTunes. Leave a comment. What's Leave your? Comment. How do you approach each part? Exactly. Do you have some special tips and hints? All right. Best yeah. of luck. Good luck. Break a leg. <laughs> and here's another great piece of advice to another FCE expert. Woohoo! Roll it. B O X P O B Baspa. Hello again, I'm speaking to Julia, again here in the beautiful neighborhood of Gracia in Barcelona, and the sun is on our faces, it's beautiful. Okay, Julia, so you recently did the first certificate exam. Yeah. And can you tell us a bit about the speaking part? 
Well, the speaking part, I'm, it's the part that I was like more comfortable and relaxed. Because with uh, Susie, our teacher, we made a lot, a lot of practice. So yeah, I was like really confident on that. And yeah, maybe it was the part that I enjoyed more doing it uh, because it was the last part also. So my mind was like, when you end this, all the summer starts. So yeah, that was nice. Very nice. And then what about in terms of practicing the speaking? How did you do that? Did you have your classmates? you do at the speaking exam with your classmate? Yeah, we were um, four um, students on the class and uh, half, thank you, half of the class... shading her, <laughs> it's very sunny. <laughs> half of the class um, prepared the exam for doing it in, in the end of June. So when we came another time in classes, Susie just told us that the other two girls just passed the first certificate. So it was like, <gasps> Noelia and I were like, wow. A lot of pressure. Yeah, a lot of pressure because like, okay, they both passed, you both have to pass it too. But yeah, we made a lot, a lot of practice with Susie, mm -hmm. a lot of chatting, a lot of listenings, but yeah, speak, 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 and more speak. Okay. And then what about the, on the day itself? How did you guys do together after, with all, after all your practice? Well, um, I was, as I said, I was really confident and with a lot of, um, I don't know how to say it now, but yeah, I wanted to get it over yeah, with. Yeah, get it over it and be free. Yeah. So um, I had the chance and the luck that my partner was the girl that was doing the course with me, Noelia. Perfect. So we were like... We practice a lot what we had to say and what we have to do there. So yeah, it was like doing the practice that we made in class, but in, instead of in front of Susie, in okay. front of the examinators of there. So okay. it was fine. So you didn't feel so much pressure. Yeah. And then how did you, did, were either of you very nervous or did you both just, were you both quite relaxed? Well, um, she was a little bit more nervous than I was. Mm -hmm. So um, this was a little bit, Maybe um, disappointing or... For her, right? Yeah, for her, because she made it really, really good at classes and she was very, really confident with Susie. And when she came there, she, there, she was, like, really nervous and she attached... Um, she gets... Um, stuck. Yeah, she gets stuck. And it was like, no, Noelia, you were just doing it fine in class. Yeah. Doing the same here. How, did you, how did you help her in those moments? Um, I just looked at her like trying to relax her and I speak really really like slow mm -hmm. because she could get me well on the conversation and and everything was like really fluent so okay and if you saw at that the end she, she did she made it nice good yeah if you saw that she was getting really nervous and she didn't know what to say did you ask her a question or did yeah. you try to help her or maybe way? say the word that she was thinking and yeah it was fine because we were both helping us yeah when i get stuck she um she helped you yeah she helped me and the same <laughs> when she gets stuck i help her so yeah and then when you finished the exam how did you feel Wow, really, really cool and really relaxed because it was the last part of the first certificate. So it's like, okay, now you have a month to relax before knowing <laughs> if you passed or not, but please enjoy because summer was starting. So it was like, wow, yeah. 
I was free. <laughs> Lovely. Well, thank you very much for speaking to us today, Julia. Thanks to you. And see you soon. Just a quick note the, on things you get marked on in the first certificate. So the examiners are giving you a score um, in four different areas. So the first area they're giving you a score on is your grammar and vocabulary. Mm -hmm. talking about the range of grammar and vocabulary that you use. Mm -hmm. This is why it's important to use a range of different structures. So if you're talking about your likes and dislikes, don't say, I like swimming, I like skiing, I like sushi. You could say, I'm keen on. I'm keen on sushi. Yeah. I'm I'm really into. I'm really into skiing. Yeah. I'm fond of swimming. Okay. Three different structures. I despise bananas. Exactly. Maybe you do. So use a range of language. Yeah. Um, the next one is discourse management. This is like how well connected your ideas are. So how well you um, sequence your ideas when you're expressing them, whether you use linkers, stuff like using words like because, however, although, things like that mm-hmm. to show that there's sort of a flow um, and that your ideas are connected. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying like, I like, I like swimming, <laughs> I like skiing. <laughs> Skiing makes me feel good. <laughs> Whereas if you say, I like skiing due to the fact that it is really very, very uh, exhilarating and makes me feel great. Oh, dear, you'd pass so, However, so well. It can be quite tiring at times. <laughs> Lovely. Um, the next area is pronunciation. The big thing with pronunciation is intelligibility. So are That's you un- understandable? So you might have an accent, um, but as long as your pronunciation is intelligible and they know what you're trying to express, yes, um, they won't mark you down. Exactly. Don't worry about having an accent. It's absolutely fine. Everyone's got an accent. Everyone's got an accent. I've got an accent. Tim's got an accent. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, they're not looking for a perfect British accent. You don't have to sound like the Queen. Yeah. Um, Just have to be... Intelligible. intelligible. So if you're if you're going and you're putting the stress in the in the in the wrong word, like intelligible, for example, saying performance, Perfor- performance, performance instead of performance. Yeah, that that's a bit more difficult to understand. So just be aware of that. Yeah. And then the last one is interactive communication, and this one only comes into play is only relevant for part three and part four because they're the ones where you're talking to your partner. And it's based on the way you listen to your partner, mm-hmm. referring back to what they say, mm-hmm. agreeing, disagreeing, mm-hmm. things like that. Exactly. Um, really listen to them and respond to yeah. it. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Two teas in a pod. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Two teas in a pod. Thank you very much for listening to today's show. We hope you enjoyed it. Please leave a comment on all of the social medias available. We'd like to thank our sound producer, Ben Ward, and Mark Wilding for doing the artwork and our branding, which looks great. We'd also like to thank Lisa Marie Court, Berenice Ray, Vicky Milena, and myself, <laughs> thanking myself, for the jingles, and Tim Worry as being my co-presenter. And me, Katie Wright, the other co-presenter. <laughs> <laughs>